Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV episode number 15. Today is PTSD book club. So today we're going to be talking about Dr. Um, Griffin's book from PTSD to PTSD. So we'll dive into that in just a second, but just kind of a few introductions here quick. So this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by my Broken to Unbreakable program, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So it's a great program. That's what I do. I help people recover from their own PTSD and their own CPTSD. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but that kind of leads me into, you know, who am I, right? So my name is Kayleen. I had CPTSD for over 15 years and now I no longer do. And this is, you know, what I do now is help people and reach out and kind of give back and 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 look backwards and, and reach a hand out. And this lovely man to my right is Brad Shipke. I'm very excited to talk about Dr. David Griffin's book today. And he is my significant other. Yes, I am her boyfriend. And he was there through the whole journey. And so part of our kind of our mission and our goal with this um, show, right, this podcast, this this YouTube kind of show is to, you know, be a place of positivity and just kind of inspiration and somewhere you can come to get hope and to get kind of action items to help you on your journey and help you along Mm -hmm. and help you do your thing. And it's something that we wish that we had when we were going through everything that we were going through, just kind of someone to look up to and look to and kind of reach to for help. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of what we're here to do. We've seen the low of the low and we've seen how high you can go. That sounds pretty good. That is, that is a good <laughs> rhyme. So uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about how a career firefighter continues to fight fires after having PTSD. So I think mm-hmm. this is a really, really cool episode for a yeah. lot of reasons. But um, it's a great book. As you can see, it's a, it's a, it's nice and short, nice and easy. He's uh, he's, he's a great guy from what I read in the book. Right? Is he's a great guy. He's right to the point. He's very straightforward. He has a lot of. Um, which I think we'll kind of get into in a minute. But uh, for a firefighter, he has a lot of kind of love and sympathy and kind of kindness about the way he goes about um, teaching in this book. And I'm going to share a quote in just a second. Um, but today I'm going to talk about my fee- my three favorite parts of the book, right? So in the book, he talks about developing a plan and that was a major um, key for him in his recovery. The power of spousal support. Sorry. Big fan of that one, right? <laughs> and then finding your mission mm-hmm. as another big piece to kind of his journey and his recovery to continue yeah. to do what he does. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. So I do want to start off with a quote, and this is just such a good quote, and it's just all around one of the best things I think that that can be said. Mm-hmm. So he says, we must remember that PTSD can impact anyone. It doesn't just occur in soldiers and emergency responders. It impacts all types of people at all levels of society. What may seem traumatic or stressful to you may not seem that way to another person and vice versa. So I thought that was just kind of a great quote to start off with because something we talk highly about, right, is is not comparing yourselves to others. Right, right. And basically that's what he's saying. And in... Um, in the book, he talks about, you know, one of his first fires, one of the first times, you know, seeing something traumatic as a young firefighter um, and being with career firefighters. So the guys that were older than him and more experienced and, you know, that first time that he saw something kind of traumatic, he really, really felt it. But he kind of noticed that no one else seemed to feel the same way and everyone, you know, they had been there. They had kind of done that. And, um, you know, he, he talks about kind of the feelings and I've heard this from a lot of um career um helpers Mm. that you know they they feel like 
they can't feel right because you can't see feelings which which is really hard so when you look right. to your elders when you look to those other people you don't necessarily see them feeling those things mm -hmm. and especially when you're young and you're seeing those things for the first time that can be really hard so he talks about that as something that bothered him but he just kind of brushed off as part of the job and having to just kind of just put it down and lay it down and kind of let go of that, even mm -hmm. though that was something that really affected him. Right. Um, and, and I don't know, I think that's just like an all around good kind of quote to start off with and a good lesson. It is. It's, it's amazing because I know this, this thing, that idea in particular was something that I really struggled with personally. <clears throat> and we hear people all the time struggling with it too. Mm -hmm. Um, asking like people, well, people asking about what other people's uh, uh trauma story was mm -hmm. and stuff and like really like there's no benefit of really knowing what the other person went through because then you're just comparing oh like mine wasn't as bad and mine mm -hmm. was much worse um so that's why we never talk about it it's not really helpful um to grow for post-traumatic mm -hmm. growth um but it's it's super important never never ever ever to compare yourself your trauma what you went through your own pain to somebody else's pain because your pain is your pain mm -hmm. and if you hurt you got to fix it. You know, like it doesn't matter. Like you're still in pain, right? Like yeah. you, you, you still are going through something extremely, extremely hard. It doesn't matter. And like, like Dr. <sighs> David Griffin said, he's, it's like everybody reacts to different situations differently. Mm -hmm. So like it, it doesn't mean anything. It's just like you reacted to this a certain way or like you had certain experiences in your past or certain emotions or certain thoughts that caused you to react differently to a certain situation. So like it doesn't matter what you went through all that matters is that you see your pain as your pain and you want to get rid of it right <laughs> for good and you can and that's kind of a good transition into the first point here which is uh, dr griffin talks very highly about developing a plan right so that was kind of his big i think thing and like changing the way he went from like so right he says like ptsd mm. to ptg and that's kind of post-traumatic growth ptg mm -hmm. um and that's kind of our theme all week and that just kind of all fell into place mm -hmm. right but he talks about you know having a plan to go from like struggling to okay growing and this is something mm -hmm. we talked about yesterday like if you think about it like just for a second right you need a goal in mind to know how to get there or mm -hmm. to even try getting there right like if you let's say you live in Florida this might only be a good reference for the United States people but you live in Florida and you want to get to Niagara Falls which is in on the border of New York and Canada right so you know it, it, at least you know where you want to go right you want to go to Niagara Falls you have mm -hmm. a goal in mind and now you can start to kind of develop a plan right okay I'm gonna go north <laughs> right. you know that's a good plan that's good enough for now right mm -hmm. so just knowing okay I'm gonna head north right so yeah. like back in the day right I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the north star right was it perfect no did they did they misstep quite a bit uh-huh right like that that star is not very accurate yeah, yeah. right north is not there there's there's <laughs> such a wide range of north right to yeah. get to niagara falls so <laughs> you know there's there's more than that but uh, yeah. you know you go north until you hear a waterfall right yeah, so like yeah, exactly. having a plan is really important and, and and david talks about it in his growth and in his um career as well so that's something he talks about you know the incident that he went through um and growing through that and saying okay you know, this happened because we weren't prepared, because we didn't have a plan, because we weren't training enough, because our equipment wasn't up to date, right? So mm -hmm. that's what he's saying, like reflecting back, he's saying, okay, this happened 
and it was awful and it was really hard. And now how can we make sure that this doesn't happen again? Right. Right. right? We're going to have a plan to make sure we're always on the cutting edge. Yeah. We're always training. We're always practicing. We're right. going to train and train until it's second nature. Right. Yeah. So you don't get to a situation and then it's like, wait a minute. Oh, okay. I got this. No. So it's like second nature. Right. So he's, right. he's talks right. very highly. And I think especially people in this field of developing a plan. Right. And that applies to his firefighting, which mm-hmm. is a career he still does. And it applies to his PTSD, right? What is my plan? Where do we even want to go? Right, right. And like Kayleen said, you need a you need a target. You need a goal to go towards, and that is super important. Like you need to define that. Like literally, go and write it down. We write our goals down every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but also um, about creating a plan. He so he made he and his group whatever made a lot of mistakes in the past, mm-hmm. right? But He's not like, of course, everybody like dwells on their, like their pain in the past for a certain extent, but like he wasn't beating himself up and dwelling on the pain. He was like, how can I get better? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of the essence of growth. Right. So because like everybody has problems. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has failures, but like, like, like those are inevitable. Like you cannot Mm -hmm. run away from those, but how are you going to grow from your experiences? It's like, okay, I experienced this failure that everybody faces. Everybody faces failure. How do I grow from it? How do I get better from it? And that's exactly what he was talking about with his, with creating a plan. So like, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to fall down. Mm -hmm. But what really matters is like, okay, like I see that I made a mistake. I see that I shouldn't have done that. Or I like, I see, I shouldn't have thought that way. Or I see that like, even like, maybe like I feel guilty and I shouldn't have felt guilty because it wasn't my fault. But how do I create a plan? How do I move forward to remedy that and to get better? Right. And I think that's really important. And Something also, I think just a note that just came to mind when you were saying that, right, is like, you know, we get to see the end result. Like, you get to see the end result of us, which is awesome, which is just giving information and um, kind of helping you out and giving you actions and telling you, you know, all the hardships and how to get through them and stuff. And same thing here, right? You get to see the end result. And, like, what you, you know, don't see, what you didn't see is, like, you know, like the drinking problems, the drug problems, the holes in the wall, the fights, the turning away, the really, really tough stuff. And so I think that's important that like, um, we all, to some extent go through that really low period where it's really, really challenging, right? He Mm -hmm. talks about drinking. Um, he talks about drug use, abusing prescription drugs. He talks about, which kind of leads me into our second point, the power of spousal support, right? Kind of turning away from his wife and, you know, having this special relationship with her, obviously, and then marrying her and having this life with her and then really turning away from her, trying not to hurt her and kind of Mm. trying to hide and all these numbing behaviors and same thing happened with us, right? So we all go through that hardship. And, you know, when you look back after you be kind of begin your journey and begin your growth and can change your mindset to not looking back and saying, God, like I'm such a jerk face for doing that and I shouldn't have abused drugs and I shouldn't have this, that and the other thing, right? But once you can transform that to, okay, like how do I help other people with this? How do Mm -hmm. I grow from this how can i strengthen things from this and right, that is right. a, a i think a really good good yeah, thing to, yeah. to 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 mention you know all the books that we're going to be reviewing they're people who've done it right they've already right. been through you don't get to see the pain they don't write books like ah oh, my life sucks and yeah i'm an alcoholic <laughs> and i abuse drugs daily and uh, you know i'm probably not going to live that much longer you know the people don't write books when they when they feel like that right um so i think that's just kind of a good point yeah no it's it's an amazing point because the really the moment where everything kind of turned around for you, right? Cause like Kayleen hit away, ran away, 
from her PTSD for 15 years, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's like, I'm not being mean or anything. Like, mm-hmm. that's just the way yep. that it was. Like, she hid it away. She pushed it down. She ignored it. Um, she was hoping that it would just go away, mm-hmm. right? And like, I think all of us hope that, and like, we wish that. We really and that's wish that. Literally, just not. That's not the case. It will never just go away. That's why you need to develop a plan to get better. But um, I remember the day where everything, where she like. I guess here's where the story kind of began. Like I didn't know, I didn't, I had no idea what PTSD was. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even sure if like she really knew exactly the extent of what um, she was feeling and going through. Um, but like I was at her house and she came up to me as I was sitting on the couch and she started to open up a little bit at a time. Right. And that was really like, that was a huge, huge, that, I mean, I can't really speak for you, but like, yeah. I know that was very, very, like very hard for you to do. And yeah. to open up because I was the first person you ever opened up to about it. And I can't imagine how hard that was. But that really just kind of opened the floodgates to recovery right there. It and did. so like, it, like, because we were having like, whether we were talking about it or not, like we were having a lot of tension that mm-hmm. was based around PTSD. But we weren't talking about it. We weren't like, we didn't even know, right? Yeah. We, we didn't know how each other were feeling. We weren't communicating. We were fighting all that stuff. And really like everything started to change when Kayleen opened up to me and like we were able to like, then like it brought us together. Right. Mm-hmm. We were closer and like, we were like more of a team and started to move forward. It's hard, but like, and I, I like Dr. Griffin said, it's like, he was afraid to hurt his partner. Mm-hmm. And I know, again, I'm not going to speak for y'all let you, no, you can. go through it, but like, <laughs> um, she was afraid of hurting me. Right. Yeah. That was huge. But like I was getting hurt either way Regardless. like that's that's the that was the truth right like i was seeing her going through that and that hurt right i was seeing right. her go through all that pain not knowing actually not knowing was even worse than knowing what she was going through yep um so i was actually going through more pain because i didn't know even though but it's i mean like there's gonna be pain, be pain regardless like ptsd is not pain free you know that no it, it's gonna um, hurt it's gonna be hurt it's 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 gonna hurt and it's gonna be hard right but it's gonna be the most worth worthwhile thing you do and the support that we were able to bring each other was amazing. Incredible. Incredible. And uh, that's not me trying to paint the picture that it was just like, Oh, it's just like, Oh, we just had this beautiful conversation and like, Oh, everything's better. It's like, it it still took a long time, a lot of hard work, but that was kind of like the, like if I could say like, that was the start to everything. Cause then we're like, okay, here's, here's our problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's our goal, which is like to get rid of this problem, to get rid of this PTSD, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like we didn't know anything at the point. And then we started to de- like slowly develop our plan and like weave our way through mm-hmm. and um, eventually get to where we are right now. Um, but it all started with that support and like throughout the years, like that is, I don't know if that's the only thing that kept us going, but um, it, it helped a lot. It was very, very nice. And like, it was super powerful. It was super, super powerful. I'm sure you could have done it. And I could have done it, but like, oh my gosh, it was, it was very helpful for sure. To have someone on your side when you are in a relationship and like, can you do it? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You can like, we're here for you, right? If you're not in a relationship, we're here for you. There are still people that love you and care about you, whether it's, you know, a a, um, intimate relationship or a romantic relationship or not. Right. Um, That relationship is important. I I think just kind of an important key, right? When you are in a relationship, it can destroy it. Right. Yeah. And so the thing that did keep us kind of going and forward was that communication was 
giving that support to each other. But mm-hmm. what allowed me to have that conversation with you was the way that you received that conversation as well. So there's work on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. So I opened up and I kind of put myself out there little by little and you continue to accept me and love me and support me, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're, when you're, and we talk about this last Thursday, we talked about this. Um, when you're struggling with something like this, you know, your person, your partner, you know, they love you. They mm-hmm. want to support you. They just don't know how because they don't know what you're going through if you right. don't let them in. Right. And that's really challenging because we want to turn away. We want to kind of run away from it and not hurt them and not kind of admit that we're hurting and that we need that support at that moment. But that is, you know, if you're in a relationship, you know what you're there for. You're there to love through it yeah. and support through it and help kind of build each other up and there there are two sides to that and Mm -hmm. and that is definitely a side where I could sit down on the couch and tell you and and you receive that in a way where I felt okay and safe and and comfortable and it it was it was very uncomfortable but um (laughs) as comfortable as you could be as comfortable as it could be and and that's really important and that's kind of what um David talks about you know is like all the turning away and like driving that wedge and like missing that special like relationship that you had at the beginning and like loving each other, but feeling like strangers. And he talks about feeling like a roommate with his wife. And that is really hard. And, you know, it's hard to reach for someone and say, Hey, like I need you. It's really hard. And I imagine, because I don't have this perspective, but I imagine, and I hope this doesn't come out as like, prejudice or anything that like men have a much harder time saying that and admitting that to themselves and to their partner right because a lot of people I think kind of still feel like you know the man in the relationship you're supposed to be tough and provide and all these things but you know you know it's it's a hundred percent a hundred percent we always say that right it's not 50 50 it's a hundred percent a hundred percent so you give what you can you give Right. What you can on, on both sides. And I think that, that that's just such a powerful, important thing that, you know, he like he wishes he did that sooner. He wish he turned to her and said, hey, I'm hurting. Right. How can we do right. this together? And, and then something else. Right. She's hurting, too. Right. You're hurting, too. You're just and not talking about it. You're just not talking about it. And you're now once you kind of turn into each other and you say, OK, I'm hurting. OK, I'm hurting, too. You know, we're, we're going through something together. Right. right. And when now we have this team atmosphere, right? right now, we're reaching these goals together and I'm going through something very different than you're going through. But we're we're still we're still have this like camaraderie, this journey together. Yeah. Right. And we're still here to support each other and love each other together mm-hmm. and grow ultimately together. So yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I actually think that a lot of um, relationships fail and fall apart due to PTSD because of lack of communication mm-hmm. from this aspect of just not telling them that they're going through something or that like lack of communication across the board and lack of maybe not lack of effort, but lack of like, like work. And like, I, I say this all the time. Like if you didn't always tell me like, I'm doing everything that I possibly can to get this out of my mm-hmm. life for good. Like I wouldn't be with you just period. Cause I couldn't, right. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Cause right. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, a whole life of this. I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. Right. I couldn't. <laughs> No, I, right. So like the only, like that's like, there's two pieces is like, okay, I'm taking action to getting better. And I'm also communicating. It's like, if you communicate and like, you're not doing anything, like things still aren't going to get better. Mm-hmm. You have to take, you have to take that action on it. That's really important. Um, but also I, one, one more important point. We are talking about the power of spousal support, but if you're here and you are single, Kayleen mentioned this, it's like, 
it doesn't mean that if you you're single you can't recover right 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 and like you have so many more resources now than we had when we were recovering and so many more like um strategies and things to get better and like we'll, we'll show you exactly what you need to do to get better right like you're not alone and you have us you have support groups like you don't need someone else to get better it was essential for us because we had no freaking clue what we right. were doing we, we say this too. And it's we like, already had each other. That was the thing, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. we already had this bond, this relationship mm-hmm. that, you know, we felt was like so strong. Like you're my person, like you're my guy. Yeah. yeah. And then we felt that being like torn apart. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing for us was like saving that as well as um, on, like on top of healing PTSD on either end, but saving that bond between us and that, that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We say this all the time. Like if we knew back then what we know now, like it would be just like a few months. <laughs> honestly, yeah. honestly, because a big thing about PTSD is like when you don't like work to get better, you have more and more pain and pain just like builds on pain and pain and pain and pain. Cause like her pain would cause me pain and my pain would cause her pain. It would just be this downward and weird cycle of things. So like you got to stop that, take action, move forward. Um, and like, cause like if we did that, if we knew exactly what we know now, oh my gosh, it would have saved me pretty much a hundred percent of my pain pretty to much. be honest. Yep. Right. Yep. And you like you years, mm-hmm. <laughs> years of pain. Yeah. Um, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's important. And then, you know, the last part that, um, David talks about is finding your mission. Not the last part. This, these are, these are are kind of our three favorite points. favorite points and yeah. the whole book is awesome especially if you're in this field definitely something to pick up right or a field similar to this so he talks about finding your mission right so so this is kind of interesting because what we've actually seen is people recover from ptsd mm-hmm. and go through the steps and go through the journey and then just kind of have nothing Right. So they just kind of they recover and they're like, oh, it's like it's really good for like a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And then you yeah. kind of get used to it. And then they yeah. they just they still don't enjoy their life. That's right? what happened to you. That's what happened to me. And yeah. so you right, you have to find your thing. So like for for Dr. Griffin, Dr. Mm-hmm. Griffin, the I always want to say Griffith for some reason. <laughs> um, but for for Dr. Griffin, right, his mission right was to kind of spread the word about this PTG, this post traumatic growth in his in his industry, right? Mm-hmm. And so the other part of his mission was to kind of be on the cutting edge of the fire service, right? So to continue to grow, to educate, to prepare, to plan, to um, practice with people in this field right so that was really important in him finding his mission and now he he he's still a career firefighter he mm-hmm. speaks all over the world about this about his experience about his experience and the fire service right so the educational mm-hmm. part of his career and about his experience in the mental health right mm-hmm. and in the um the industry and in the just the post-traumatic growth. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really important, right? Because you can go through all the steps. You can, you know, process your past. You can, you know, relax. And then like you go back to your life and it's like, well, you know, this still kind of sucks. Like, (laughs) you know, I can sleep through the night, but I'm, I still don't enjoy it. Right. And so like for me, for us, right. What we want to do is reach back out, right. And kind of do something similar. Right. So 
I don't want to see people in pain. I don't want to see people go through what we went through unnecessarily, right? So mm-hmm. kind of that's what I do now. Um, but it doesn't have to be PTSD related either, mm-hmm. right? If you want to be a baseball player, like just go play baseball for 18 yeah. hours a day yeah. until you get someone's attention or just keep showing up places, right? So if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to go back to school, you know, it's so important. And that kind of loops back into the first thing, which is develop a plan, right? First plan, get rid of PTSD, right? You get rid of your PTSD, you heal your PTSD, your relationships are going to change, your finances are going to change, your career is going to change. Okay, and then what, right? And then once you do it, set another goal, a new goal, right? So how do I become, um, I don't know, how do I become a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. How do I get absolutely like jacked you know what do you yeah. want to do how do i become an, an olympic athlete mm-hmm. what you know what do you want to do and it doesn't have to be that, that right how do i go back to school so i can get out of this um job that i don't like right how can i transition how can i work from home how can i create a business right how can i uh, create a taco recipe i don't know like do your <laughs> thing but like it's important to find a mission to find a goal mm-hmm. and and that's a really big piece because uh, I hate that and I love it. Like I love helping people recover from PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much more than that. It doesn't end there. It You're still end living there. your life. There's so many people out there who are still just not happy with their life, right? And finding your mission, finding your vision, defining it. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to do like this, this, this. It doesn't have to be like a step-by-step thing, but just like an overall kind of like mission vision for your life is super important. And we wish that we defined ours a lot sooner Mm -hmm. and you know like it's it's gonna be likely that you're not gonna pick the right thing off the bat like soon but you want to pick something that's gonna get you excited yeah what what gets you excited you you? yeah and that's that's super important it's gonna be fuel to help bring you not only through your recovery but beyond because she's right i mean just like i i I remember this too (laughs) it's just like the first night i remember that she didn't have nightmares Mm -hmm. um she's just like oh my god this is amazing this is incredible and then like she gets used to it and then it's like, okay, now what? Now I'm just living a normal life. You know, normal people still get depressed. Normal people still aren't happy. It's like, there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. And like having that mission behind it. And so your main mission right now is to heal PTSD, but then you should always have that next mission, even right now, right this second. Right. To bring you beyond that point. Right. Cause like, why? Never mind. I was going to say, why, why even heal your PTSD <laughs> if you're just going to be depressed and unhappy still? Right. You know, which obviously you still want to heal your PTSD, but right. Right. You it know what I mean? It easier like you want to have that mission. Unhappy, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it is a really important piece and it still takes work it's afterwards that I talk about very highly with my clients. Right. So the name of the program that I run is broken to unbreakable. Right. And so it, over the years it was just like, okay, so like normal, um, sucks. Right. Just to, 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 to say it nicely. Right. It does. Normal is awful. Right? It does suck. So we want to become unbreakable, right? We want to mm-hmm. be this like just ball of energy and positivity and yeah. spreading light and love and hope. And it doesn't have to be this like, like this guy speaks all over the world. It doesn't have to be that, right? It can just be like being a great mom to your kids. And I don't know, like just being the the organizer of the your your Boy Scout Iditarod or whatever. Whatever makes called, you right? feel fulfilled. Whatever makes you feel honestly. happy and like, within you it can just be something in your community it doesn't have to do with your ptsd which i think Mm -hmm. is an important point just do what makes you happy and like live your best life afterwards Mm because like 
like if anyone deserves it, geez, like it's, it's you guys. Yeah. And it's the people who have, you know, felt broken and been at that low and gotten back to normal. And I always tell people, if you can get from like rock bottom back to normal, getting to extraordinary is pretty easy, right? You already have that momentum. You already Mm -hmm. have the tools. You already have the mindset. Just take it one step further. Yeah. And so I think that's really important. And that's a really great kind of summation to, to, um, David's book. Yeah. It's super, super duper important. All right. So anything else kind of on that? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. So some action, right? This week we were talking about post-traumatic growth or just kind of growth. Mm -hmm. So the action that we want you to take today, because everything is about action is Find a way to grow. Find a way to move forward, right? Develop a plan. Figure out where your destination is. Is it Niagara Falls, right? Mm -hmm. It should be, you know, and this is something I talk about on the consultations. We kind of define where you're at and where you want to go, okay? And then at least we can point you in the right direction, okay? So like- That's kind of step one. uh, The first thing I want to say is healing is absolutely possible. Full recovery is absolutely possible. You can go from nightmares, flashbacks all day, all night, awful, awful Mm -hmm. stuff to absolutely zero of that, right? Zero percent of your time being taken by this. So set your goals high, right? Set your goal. Say, okay, I no longer want PTSD to affect my relationship, my um, relationship with myself, my career, or um, I don't know, my home life, right? So I want to have zero percent of PTSD, no nightmares, no flashbacks, no anxiety, no, none of this, right? Yes, never. None of this. Um, and maybe on top of that, I don't want to abuse substances, right? So like how, how do you know when you get there, right? When you wake up and you're like, okay, well, I didn't have any nightmares. That was awesome. I don't feel anxious. That was awesome. I haven't had a drink in two months. That's awesome. Right. And then Mm -hmm. start feeling the winds, right. Which we talk about in another episode, but that is what kind of the action that we want you to take besides getting, um, Dr. David's book here, Mm -hmm. um, which is an awesome book, especially again, if you're in the fire service, for sure. If you're in this kind of field, police, fireman, EMT, medic, army, kind of that kind of field, this is absolutely a a great read and a great perspective. And again, it's like, it's really, it's short and it's to the point. And he does, he does a great job of just getting the information there, but make yourself a plan, set yourself a goal, see the future, feel the future, see what we see, right? Our, Mm -hmm. our relationship was completely lost, right? It was broken. I felt broken. You felt broken, depression, anxiety. It was, it was a complete mess. I didn't think that we were going to be able to get it back. Right. It felt completely broken. Mm. But here we are. So in love. (laughs) So happy. So relaxed. We lay down. Something that we were talking about recently was um, something we just like to pat ourselves on the back time and again. Um, We used to not be able to kind of like cuddle together or like sleep in the same room or in the same bed together. Right. And now something we do is we, we lay down together. We lay next to each other and feel safe and comfortable and relaxed and calm and and so that's possible. So there was, you know, yeah. a point where we were in completely different houses and completely different neighborhoods. Um, and now, you know, we're, we're kind of back to a point where we can relax t- together and we didn't yeah. think we'd be able to get there. Yeah. That's another good point. Always looking at, um, and appreciating how far you have come. Cause it's so easy. Even at this point, we're like, okay, like we're right here where we are right now. And we still want to get to this, this next mm-hmm. level. But, um, and like that gap is like what causes you to be or to feel that like that anxious or like you're unhappy where you are right now. But like we have kind of trained ourselves to like to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, well, look how far 
we have come. Yeah. And that's what we did. That was last last night. We last said night. that. And like I fell asleep on 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 cuddling with her. Whatever. Right. And like and and it was just like weird. And it's been like back. that for like years now at this point. But like you know, just, just for a second we were like, Oh my gosh, remember like just like three years ago, like we would have thought this was impossible. And now we're used to it again, right? It's like comfortable, it's it's normal. Yeah. But you just said that last night. You were like, Hey, like like look at us. Like we yeah. did it, right? Yeah. You know? So like it's Pat it's yourself really on the cool. back. Right? Yeah, you deserve that. You deserve it. Um for every little every little step you take. Even every if it's moment. A tiny one. You deserve it. Yeah, even just showing up here today. Pat yourself on the back. That's true. Yeah. 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 Just showing up. That's I mean, showing up is ninety percent. There it is. 90% of success. So look at how you can grow, right? Look at the growth that you've already had, but always look at your current problems and how you can get around it and how you can grow through what you're going through. That's awesome. And that's awesome. And definitely pick up Dr. David Griffin's book. Super, super good. Awesome book. Again, especially if you're in the, and we'll put a link to it. Um, you can get it off Amazon. It's a great book. Thank you, Dr. David Griffin, for sending this over. And for writing it and going through that and, yeah. and, and thank you and for sharing your what you learned. Yeah. yeah. And, and sharing it and, and in the fire service. And we talked about this yesterday. We just, we like to thank those people, um, who, who provide for us and keep us safe and do things like that and continuously put themselves in harm's way for the rest of us, yeah. um, is really yeah. important and it's incredible. Always underappreciated. We can't thank you enough. We can't. Um, yeah. so whether, no matter where you are across the world, no matter, you know, whose army you're in or whose fire service or whose police service or whose ambulance you're in the back of, you know, we want to thank you for keeping us safe and for yeah. doing what you do. And, you know, we recognize the strength it takes and the toll that it takes. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Griffith, um, does a great job of giving some perspective from, someone in that field which i think is important you know a lot of times people in in those fields don't always feel like people out of the field understand. know what they're yeah. going through and understand what they're going through so that is why this perspective is so important if you feel like that if you're mm -hmm. in those fields so anyway thank you we love you we appreciate you no matter where you are across the world doing stuff like that we know it's hard all right. So some kind of final words. If you like the podcast, definitely subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the notification bell. You got to double ding. subscribe on there. Ding, ding, ding. Um, to the, the free training I'm running right now, um, where I talk a little bit about the Broken to Unbreakable program, which we kind of touched on a second here in the mm -hmm. episode. You can register for that free training. And, you know, that's, you know, if you've suffered for decades, if you feel hopeless, if you know, basically if you just don't believe, right. And, and it is possible and it's, it's going to give you a lot of strength and a lot yeah, of hope and yeah. kind of a lot of momentum. Right. Um, so you can register for that training. It's free training. You go to overcoming PTSD.info slash go. So that's overcoming PTSD.info slash go. And that's a great training. Yeah. An awesome training. It's incredible. You, I mean, you get to see her, um, her journey, right? Nothing graphic. You get mm -hmm. to see her going from how she went from broken to unbreakable and um, how you can do the same. And also like the three, I think it's like three biggest kind of roadblocks. And you watch that and you're just going to be like, your mind's just going to open up yeah. and you're going to feel like you're going to feel hope. And if you, if you don't feel hope you're, after watching this, you're going to feel hope for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's going to be a huge, um, huge shift. And like the whole goal was to give you that huge like belief shift because like the hardest thing is just being like, can I even do this? Cause it's so hard and you're in it every single day. And it just seems 
perpetual and like never hard. ending. It's hard to so step like, out. It's hard to step out and see that. But um, that's like the biggest thing. And like, if you have that, if you're struggling with even that belief that you can't recover, then you definitely need to check this out. It's absolutely free. Skip a movie, watch it. That's what we always say. It's an awesome training. You know, yeah, you gotta take action to um to get results. That's just the way it is. All right. So definitely do that. I will see you there. And then if you have any questions, always reach out. Tuesday's PTSD book club where we review books like this. Um, Wednesday is PTSD recovery workshop. Thursday is relationships and Friday is a Q&A. So if you have questions and then Monday is uh, Monday motivation. Yeah. So if you have questions, if you want us to cover anything, if you're having issues or if you're here for someone that you love or if you're here for yourself, whatever it is, reach out. You can reach out. Um, my email address is kayleen at overcomingptsd.info. So that's K-A-Y-L-E-E-N at overcomingptsd.info. And I do my best to get back to you as soon as I can. Sometimes that, that does get a little backed up. But um, I, you know, I'm here for you. I believe in you. We're here mm -hmm. for you. We believe in you. You can do this. It is possible. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the last thing that I mentioned briefly is this coming weekend, I think I, this will be the last weekend for a while because we're going away. But um, this weekend, I'm going to be doing um, free consultations again um, just because we helped so many people the last couple weekends. And it's just, it's so amazing to, mm -hmm. you know, to find the pain points, to set the goals and to give you that map to get to Niagara Falls, right? So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to be doing consultations. So keep your eye out for that. Or if you, you know, if you can't do it this weekend, you know, I, I still do want to make it work for you. Obviously, reach out to that email address. Let me know that you're hurting that. Yeah. Um, you want a consultation and uh, just, yeah. just kind of keep an eye out for it on all our pages, on our Instagram, our mm -hmm. Facebook, our group. Um, yeah. If you want it, make sure you reserve a spot now with her by sending her an email. Um, we'll put the email in the description, whatever you're on mm -hmm. podcast or on YouTube or whatever. Um, but if you want one and you want to make sure that you get a spot this weekend, reserve a spot with her and um, we'll send you a link when, 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 sh when the schedule is ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so cool. That's kind of all I have to say. Thank you again, Dr. Griffin, for sending this over for kind of doing what you do and for your mission and, um, and yeah. for doing what you do, of course, as a firefighter. Yes. Always. Always. All right. So anything else? Nope. That's it. Thank all you right. so much for showing up. We love you. And we will see you tomorrow for a PTSD recovery workshop. Workshop. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.